Well, it's technically still Saturday where I am. I'm still in Texas. I'm in the hotel room. I had a beautiful day at Christ in Her in Beaumont, Texas. I love all you women that were there. Oh my goodness. I am filled with the Spirit. I have to say that I went out to dinner with some of the ladies that ran the show, their husbands, boyfriends, and a whole bunch of others. It was so great. Went to Mass. It was so beautiful. And I was starting to like teeter off a little bit. And (laughs) Sherry Broussard, I love you so much. She's like, girl, we got to get you back to the hotel, get you to sleep, get you into your prayer thing, because I do a live prayer um, thing on YouTube. Not thing, you know, I have a Rosary prayer family that I pray with on uh, YouTube at eight o'clock and it's so beautiful. And it was 810. She's like, we need to get you back home. And then I'm done with prayer and I'm on fire. I'm awake. They're going to come pick me up at 445 tomorrow and I'm awake. And so I thought, well, I might as well share with you what I'm reflecting on, which is the day. So I went there with all of these women about my lie because I figured, hey, they're going to see it on YouTube if they check me <laughs> if they check me out out there, so I might as well just go for it. And I cannot tell you the feedback that I got. And it wasn't just feedback. It was people telling me their addictions, their struggles, their problems, even if it had nothing to do with drugs. It was still your story hit me so hard in your in their own way, right? It's Jesus moving their heart. The whole theme was being bold. And we have to boldly look at ourselves and say, wait a minute. Am I really following Jesus? Am I lying to myself about what this thing is in my life that I have, but I know I shouldn't have? but I've convinced myself that I need it or I want it or it's okay. I mean, that's really the reflection. And what I heard from people was this is going to stick with me for a while. I even went around with my camera, tried to get some interviews and I was trying to put a video together for them to put on their website. And one of the women said, you know, it's the conversation that we have had after this and we will continue to have for a long time because when someone bears their soul to you after being so shamed about it and believing the lie that the evil one told me to keep it to myself rule number 14 and discernment of spirits do not keep the secrets it doesn't help you it doesn't But it's so freeing and it was so beautiful to hear how God speaking through me, giving me that courage to go out there and then say it again live in front of 600 plus people, not behind a camera, was very freeing. I didn't have any worry about speaking anything because once it was out on the video, I think it's got like 6,500 views or something like that. (laughs) Like, awesome. I mean, God, use me. Use me and abuse me in this way because I am yours. And one woman asked me, what's different between this one and the other like healing that I had back with 
my consecration to Jesus through Mary, Our Lady of Guadalupe, December 12th, 2013, after I'm done with my 33 days, I don't have it at all. Don't even think about it. Don't even want it until December 6th when I'm flying home after having plenty to drink on the plane. It was a jet lag trip from London back home and I knew that someone at my house had marijuana and I convinced myself I had a conversation with, ev- with evil, with the devil on the way home. Oh, you don't have a problem. You aren't addicted. Look at you. You haven't had anything. Look, you had a long, long trip. You're tired. Why don't you just chill out with her and do that? And so I did. Why, why, why? Because my frontal lobe, my reason, my rational thought was damaged from alcohol. (laughs) I mean, when you have substances in your body, your frontal lobe is distorted. You do not have rational, reasonal, reasonal, rational, listen to me, reason and rational thought. It just doesn't happen. It's skewed. If anyone's listened to me for a long time, you know that alcohol is a neurotoxin. The little, littlest amount kills your brain. And right there where you make your decisions. <laughs> and I was smoking pot. I was, you know, of course, I typically sometimes lose my thought in the middle of my talk. And I just go, okay, where was I? You know, and that is brain damage. Now, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you what I have researched and I still drank how many months after I realized, oh my, this is really killing my brain. (laughs) So I knew that it was killing my brain, yet I was still drinking. This, my friends, is what I'm talking about. Where we have to be bold and look at ourselves, look at the facts, look at our ridiculous reasoning, and then start looking at the spiritual war. Who's keeping you in this jail as a slave to this thing? If you keep getting yourself poked and prodded and poked and prodded and you think I should stop this, I should stop doing this, I should change this, I should... That's God, people. And that's your heart. He's speaking to your heart. So what do you do? You pray for God to change your heart. The end song, and I cannot remember what the song is. I'm completely blanking out on it. But it was, Lord, change my heart. We want to have God's ways be our pleasure. Not our ways or the world's ways be our pleasure. And there is pleasure when you're free from the bondage of this thing in your life. And it doesn't have to be a drug, a substance. It could be pornography. It could be constant social media. It could be your anger toward people. It could be your resentment and your lack of forgiveness towards people. It's something in your life that you know this is a problem. I have a disordered relationship with this emotion, maybe it's a person. Lord, 
Jesus, change my heart. Change my desires. Help me love this person that pushes every single button that I have. Help me desire to do your will when I only want to do my will. And when we don't do God's will, that means that we are prideful. And I say this all the time, but every single one of us needs to go and take pride into confession. We need to kick that out and be humble. And by being humble, by praying to God, that means you're being humble because you're saying, I can't do this by myself. Lord, I have tried for 10, 15, 30, 40, 50 years. I've tried and I can't do it. This is me with my weight, soul, mind, and body. I, f- I prayed and prayed, God, please make this click for me. And he did. Finally, I thoroughly enjoy working out. My body needs to work out. I absolutely love my diet, which is a keto diet. Why? Because I have no aches, pains, or cravings. There's something to be said about picking up a piece of paper off the floor and not groaning about it. So he's done so many things to change so much. But this, alcohol and marijuana is different because I have my father and my husband sitting up there with Mary and Jesus. And I guarantee you, their plea was to have me healed from this so that I could be everything that I think Jesus is calling me to be. And I can't be any of that with alcohol and marijuana. I can't. I'm not pushing this on you. I'm telling you my bold reflection, my moment of looking my face in the mirror and saying, hmm, will you ever, and by the way, I didn't have to do this for this because so far there's been no desire. I'm around it. I don't want it. I'm not around pot. Maybe that will be the test, right? The next time I'm around it, but I certainly don't have it in my house. And I don't care if other people are doing it around me because I want to make my husband and my father proud because I believe that they are up there praying and that's why God healed me on the first Sunday of Lent. Again, it's not about me anymore. I'm all by myself, everyone except with you, right? But I go to my house. I'm alone. I'm not lonely. There's a big difference. I'm alone. And my whole rest of my life, I'm going to be alone. But I will have spiritual companions on the journey, and I will have God walking with me every moment, my father and Jeff and my family around me. Walking down this path one day at a time, the 24-hour journey, now in this day. Let's not think about six months from now. Why don't you sit today 
and be bold and reflect on your life and allow God to like touch your heart. Sorry, just lean back in the bed. Now I'm starting to get tired. <laughs> 445 is going to be here fast. Okay. Actually four, I'm getting up at four, 445. They're picking me up, but let me wrap this up. So when you reflect, allow yourself to feel the pokes and the prods and where is that coming from? Because if you're feeling guilty about doing something, that's the spirit of God in you. And keep praying for him to change your heart. And maybe, just maybe, he'll give you that moment where... That's the weakest snap. I had two weak snaps. and Let me try another one. There we go. And maybe just like that, he'll take it away. You don't know. Now, some of you may not want to stop. Some of you have told me that too. Do you think I wanted to? No. I was praying since September. Lord, will you take this away? Can you heal me from the inside? That's what I was saying. Like, I just want this just out of me. You know, I want my whole body to be healed from the inside. Praying and praying and praying. And then the more I did it, the guiltier I felt. I had no idea where God was taking me, that my husband would pass, my dad would pass, none of this stuff. None of this stuff did I have a clue, but he did. And so maybe this was the final, final, final in his mind. This is it, girl. Now you're mine. And the zeal that I feel and the peace and the joy is off the charts. I used to think, how boring would life be when you're not high, when you're not drinking, when you're not doing some sort of drug or partying or altering your state of being, right? Oh, that's why I thought there's no way that I could walk this walk in the early stage of my journey because I think that's boring. Like, all those Jesus freaks, they're all boring. Like, what a horrible life. And now I'm one of those Jesus freaks. And I got the best life in the world, even without my husband here. Because God has filled me so much. And I am going to say it's because of your prayers. So, all of you, whoever is within earshot of this podcast right now, I will be praying for you. Lord, remember all of these people. I got a lot of names. I did not write them all down. I do remember a vast majority of them, but I am going to pray for you. That God touch your heart and change it. Because when he does. It's like the light goes on and you see the absolute stupidity of your problem and why you keep, I don't know, doing it. Sometimes we're too close. That's why we need him to enlighten our hearts. So let's pray right now for the Holy Spirit 
to do just that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come into our hearts, into our minds, into our souls, so that we do your will. And we are enlightened to the truth of what is going on in our life. What's the root of why we want to do this? Are we in pain? Are we insecure? Are we bored? Do we truly have a bodily addiction? Please give us the opportunity to just sit, be bold, and think about our life. With you, we invite you into that conversation, Lord, all of us, when we're thinking and contemplating. Even if we don't invite you in, please come in and put thoughts in our head that help make things clear. Because Satan just confuses us. And we just make up a bunch of excuses. And sometimes we're not even sure why we're even doing it. But we just keep doing it. Mary, take our left hand with your beloved Holy Spirit. Take our right and walk us, actually run us to Jesus and his sacred heart. Where we can find that healing and that redemption and that freedom and that truth of what we're doing in our lives that is just bringing us down. We are not the best person when we are doing this, and we know it. So help us truly have our heart changed. Please, Lord. And now we take a moment and we will list all the names of the people who are in purgatory or who have passed before us that we would like to pray right now. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, please pray for all of us sinners now. Like we need it now, Mary. And at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. I thought it was only 10 minutes. I wasn't even looking at my phone. Now I'm going to go to bed. But before I go to bed, I'm going to talk to God to caress all of you to bring him into his arms where you just feel so secure that no matter what you decide to do in your life to make that big change to get out of that comfort whatever it is that you are using for comfort in your life to step out with him into the new world of freedom get out of that bondage it's so Oh, awesome. I'm telling you, I want it for all of you so bad. And so does God. So bring them in, bring Mary in, walk with them both. And I hope to hear some success stories on these podcasts. I don't think you can comment on these. Never mind. Maybe on YouTube or emails or whatever. 
because we're all walking this journey together and we can pray each other to healing. I love you all. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body. And have a blessed and inspired day.